calories, conversations, connecting collectors and art enthusiasts. GM, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, everyone. I hope everyone's relaxing. If you are in Europe, I hope you've had a wonderful day. If you are on the other side of the world, I hope you are having a great morning and have a lovely day planned. Welcome, everybody, to episode five of Audio Galleries, uh, the business as usual episode, I'll call it, after Paris last week. That was stressful. My goodness. I am very happy to be back in my office slash studio. <laughs> um, this is a Rug Radio production brought to you in partnership with Bueno. I am Benjamin White at the NFT 101, your host. Very quick disclaimer, this show is not intended to, nor should it be treated as financial advice. Please do your own research, make your own decisions at all times, and stay safe in Web3. It is also a recorded spaces that will go on to be a published podcast. So consider this when requesting to speak. Also, as I said at the top of the space, if I could ask you all to quickly retweet the first pinned uh, tweet that I've put at the top of the space. And also, my question of the day is I would like people to share their favorite work of art Ever in the comments uh, to the tweet that I have also pinned. So the second tweet that I've also pinned. Uh, I started with a uh, Matisse cutout, which is my favorite. I remember someone in my halls of residence when I was at university had it as a massive poster and it's remained my favorite work of art. And I would love to see all of your favorite works of art. Whew, right. Uh, episode four last week with the wonderful Craig Redman. Uh, that was a real experience live from NFT Paris. Thanks to all of you who minted uh, 15 friends. That was a really um, fantastic result. Uh, following the mint, I was able to pay Craig over four and a half thousand dollars, which now takes after four episodes, our total payments out to our supporting artists over $21,000 in four shows. I tell you guys, like, that makes me so proud. And uh, I think it's absolutely incredible that we are all able to collect this wonderful collection of art works, but also we're able to reward uh, the guests. It's not reward. We're able to pay fairly the guests that come up and, uh, and join me on the show. Okay, very quickly, I'm going to pin another tweet to the top, which is ah, the Infinite Objects um, uh, tweet that they do each week before our show. So you need to retweet it. You need to make sure you're following them and me uh, at the show even. And uh, and Craig and Carl, who were our guests. Sorry, Craig was our guest last week. And Craig and Carl was the artwork that was uh, minted. And if you're listening to the show and you do all of those things, um, you uh, later on in the show, we will bring um, up the team from Infinite and we will, um, yeah, we'll be rewarding somebody, awarding somebody, uh, the Infinite Object, a large um, 
I forget what they're called. My God, this is so dreadful. Video, video frame, video. Oh my goodness me. Um, <laughs> a large video piece uh, of the uh, Craig Redman 15 Friends one, which actually, as it goes, like I think that will make an absolutely incredible piece. I now have my own Cychrome piece, which uh, I have in my uh, bedroom uh, set up. And I tell you, they're really impressive, actually, really smart bits of kit. So everybody enter that, please. Okay, very quick uh, audio galleries intro for anyone who isn't familiar with the show. Audio Galleries is an educational, art-focused Web3 project working to connect emerging and established artists with a community of digital art collectors and enthusiasts. Hosted on Sundays at 8 p.m. GMT, uh, that's 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. if you are on Pacific, uh, there are other time zones available. We, have, um, yeah, last week we went a little earlier to celebrate the wonderful event in Paris, but we're back to business as usual. Each show features an artist, either emerging or firmly established, who is focused on creating incredible works and making them available via the blockchain. I interview each guest, giving you, the audience, an opportunity to learn more about their style, their inspiration, their culture, process, previous works, and future plans. And then during the show, we launch an edition mint with artwork provided by our guest and available to purchase between $15 and $75. Only holders of the Audio Gallery's Mint Pass are able to mint and collect these works. And I take a snapshot of wallets a few hours before the show starts and the community defines the supply after a 24-hour minting period. So I took that snapshot today at 4 p.m. my time, which was four hours ago. Uh, all, of those con all of those wallet addresses are loaded up into the contract, and it goes live in like 22 minutes. 70% of the revenue generated after tax goes direct to the artist. 10% comes to me, and 20% goes to the audio gallery's vault. Uh, and that vault wallet is uh, where we're accumulating that revenue to start to build up, one, a gallery of amazing artworks, but two, we're starting to create some infrastructure uh, around like some tools that will support artists coming into the Web3 space moving forward. If you'd like more information, please follow Audio Galleries on Twitter. Follow the link to the Discord. Whew, this show is sponsored by Bueno by Pablo Stanley. Uh, bueno is an incredible no-code piece of minting software. Um, it launched projects like Wonderpals, The Lobstars. I know that the recent Rug Radio Mint was carried out using Bueno. Um, it's a very, very cool piece of generative art uh, kit, which allows you to create your own no-code smart contracts. Um, and they're also launching an ERC-1155, so edition minting uh, software section soon, um, which I'm looking forward to trialing when it is ready. Um, I have a very exciting humankind announcement to make this week. Um, I'll be announcing something super exciting on Wednesday. Okay, there's the introductions all done. Um, I must try and get that down a bit quicker. Our artist today is Lydia Smith. Wonderful Lydia. Um, a multidiscipline artist working physically and digitally. Her studio is based in Bank, which is in central London. Very swanky. Um, and through her practice, she explores the theme of human connectivity, which encompasses subtopics including ancient history, technology, science, spirituality, and anatomy. Smith was trained, Smith, 
<laughs> I'm so reading this, aren't I? Lydia was trained in uh, academic sculpture at the University of Arts in London. Um, she continued uh, her training um, in Greece and Spain and France and began her career working as a modeler and carver within the British and international film industry. Really looking forward to going into that in a moment. For more on Lydia, go to lydiasmith.gallery. Oh, Lydia, welcome. Ben, hi. Hello. And hi, everyone. I'm finally, I'm allowed, I'm in. (laughs) I know, it's a bit of an epic. (laughs) Such an an amazing intro, I love it. It is a little bit epic, yeah. I I think I I, I (laughs) will over time try and get that down. But like every time, every time we, uh, every time we launch, I'm just conscious that some people might be listening for the first time. And it's, I guess, I guess it's kind of complicated, kind of complicated. No, no, you are completely right, because my family, big shout out to my family, which are up north currently, they are listening in, and this is their first time on Twitter, ah. and first time learning about NFTs, so cool. <laughs> you have some you have some newbies tuning oh, in, good. so yeah, it's great to be So here. how are you? Are you well? You had a good them. week? I am so excited. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been in the studio all weekend and I've been prepping, prepping, prepping because my show opens in two That's days. amazing. Two days. So, so look, I'm before very... we go into that, because I do really want to cover that show and I want to give everybody a bit of insight into kind of what you've got coming up. But before we do that, why don't you do a better job than I did of introducing yourself and and maybe just give us a little bit of um, an intro, tell us who you are, what you do, and uh, and yeah, we'll go from there. Amazing. Yeah, so hi everyone, I'm Lydia Smith. I'm a sculptor. I work uh, with traditional mediums using clay, plaster, bronze, and marble. And I also transition and scan my pieces using my special method and translate them into NFTs where I collaborate with other artists. Um, I began my um, career in the film industry. I've worked on blockbusters such as Game of Thrones, Star Wars, Eternals, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man 3. I'm currently on a movie at the moment as well, which I cannot divulge what it is. Um, and yeah, full-time artist. Um, what else? What else? Um, That's a great start. I've, re- <laughs> I've uh, also represented Great Britain in international snow and ice carving championships in Switzerland. Wow! And China. Like yeah, th- boom, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you win? Did you win any contests? We we came so every year in Switzerland. We were in Switzerland for three years, and we won. We didn't win, but we came second twice and third once. Love it. And we came we came fourth in China. And I was actually part of a joint British and Ukrainian team. Um, so I learned how to say in Ukrainian and Russia and Chinese, can you pass me the chainsaw, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't think of anything more appropriate. Like that's uh, it's up there with um can you direct me to the airport can you can you get me a beer and can you pass me the chainsaw like they're yeah. the three they're the yeah. three that i would require <laughs> <laughs> tell me then i'm really curious like uh, i'm i have a confession to make i'm mm-hmm. i'm i'm recovering and i'm i'm dealing with it daily but i am a little bit addicted to star wars i am okay. a bit of a star wars nerd that's okay so 
humor me and tell me yeah. what you did on the Star Wars set because I'd love to know. Okay, so um, I was working on episode nine. Um, so we sculpted, um, it was a team of sculptors. I think there was about oh, 20 of us. And I was on the tree set. So we sculpted all of the alien trees and all of the tree set out of polystyrene. Like, oh, how many feet high? I don't even know. Maybe 26, wow. 26 feet high. And this is like the cool bit that you're going to nerd out on. The Millennium Falcon was being built on our stage at the no same time. No way. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm i a complete Game of Thrones nerd. So when I was working on that, that's when I was tripping out. But um, when... <laughs> I also Millenn- love Game of Thrones. Yeah, when the Millennium Falcon was being built on our stage, I was like, okay. Um, I actually was a bit cheeky and um, went over to the people that were building it and asked them to uh, use some of the grey um resin that they were using to mold and cast the different pieces and paint it on a piece of wood for me and they were like well what what do you need it for I was like oh I just need to make a tool real quick but actually I drew a picture of the Millennium Falcon on this piece of resin that was made the original and gave it to my friend as a birthday present and she pretty epic totally freaked out yeah wow (laughs) So, okay, well, that's amazing. Thank you for humouring a, uh, right. a recovering Star Wars addict. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, I go to weekly meetings and uh, <laughs> I get better day by day. Um, but um, <laughs> why don't we get a little bit further into this interview? I've been dying to speak with you about this all week. So why don't we kind of get into the obvious questions? Like, Lydia, tell me how you became an artist. Okay. Um, So I think I have, I was born an artist, classic, but it was actually around like 15, 16, 17, where I really thought, no, this is the only thing that you want to do. I'm dyslexic. I found things at school really difficult. Um, I was quite a recluse, always kind of resonated with being the observer and just stayed in my art pod at school all the time. Um, But it's when I started doing figurative sculpting lessons in my summer holidays. So I used to work in a pharmacy on Saturday mornings and then as a lifeguard Saturday afternoons and all day on Sunday and then go back to school Monday to Friday so that I could pay for my figurative sculpting lessons in my summer holidays. And I I just got the bug, like super obsessed with anatomy. My sculpting tutor at the time wouldn't let me back in every week if I hadn't remembered where the muscles were in the body and um, um, yeah, what they were called and all like, and everything like that. So I was just completely hooked. Um, Then went to uni to study um, prop making, figurative sculpture, sculpture, prosthetics, green screen, film sculpture, did lots of work experience and that's how I ended up in the film industry and just everything just kind of rolled on from there. So, it's amazing. Yeah. Just... Such, such a cool way in. Like I love the fact that like, you know, there's, <laughs> there are different ways of being an artist, right? There's kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, residencies and, and, and people who just you know, apply their craft at home and, and build up a following or people who, you know, have found their way via various paths, like into exhibiting and um, all of that kind of stuff. But actually to be like a working artist, you know, like to be on set and to be 
creating things that have like purpose and people will see and recognize in different like different a different capacity I, th I think you're the first person we've had up on stage kind of fr to, from that end but mm. uh, like you know how's that been for you in terms of um <laughs> in terms of like becoming an artist but also like having to I don't know it feels like it feels like almost like you've got two roles to yeah. fill yeah, it, it's it's been it's been quite a journey and anyone that's listening that knows me will know that I'm like permanently exhausted. Um <laughs> but I've got such an energy that I just really want to keep going. So I, I try and do everything. But um it's 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 funny and I I can I was actually thinking about this today, like I really strongly feel like and I think everybody should do this, but you just have to carve and like scrape and chisel like your your own path because like there's there there is no one route of being an artist and nobody actually tells you how to be one either you're totally left to your own devices after university and even at university um to just figure it all out um by there's yourself. no job description right there's no job description and also you have to be so much more than um being able to create the work like you have to have a business mindset you have to oh oh it's so like I, the list could go on but yeah funny you say like um how you became an artist and like how I got into the film industry is like a story in itself like and I'm so grateful for younger Lydia for doing all the work experience that she did <laughs> because um I got a job working at a um, prop making company that was on site at Pinewood wow. and it was a great, it was a great job. Loved it. Like I was doing woodwork and um, molding and casting and a little bit of sculpting, but I thought I really want to work on movies. And while I'm here at Pinewood, I really need to utilize this um, location. So I would sneak out of the workshop on my tea breaks and my lunch breaks and wait outside all the different art departments that were on site. So when someone came out, I would sneak in because you have to have a special pass to get oh, into, wow. like, yeah, into the yeah. closing like, door. I don't know what came <laughs> over me, honestly. So I just like, somebody held the door open for me and I just went straight on in. And I think the first one that I ever did it was Johnny English 3 which I don't think ever made it I don't think okay. it ever actually got out there but I was just walking around all these corridors and I saw this sign saying art director and I was like well that sounds important um no idea I think I was 21 or 22 at the time no idea of like the politics and the ladders and stuff so I just knocked on the door and I said hey I'm Lydia Smith I'm a sculptor can I have five minutes of your time and he said yeah come in I showed him my work he was really impressed and then he then proceeded to set up meetings with all the other art departments that were currently on wow. site at Pinewood. Um, it gets better. <laughs> so I'm then running out of my workshop to go and have these meetings with yeah, Star Wars, Dumbo, uh, I can't remember the other ones but I think I had five or six and I had to keep making sure I wasn't late back to the workshop. Security caught me one day and asked me what I was doing. And I thought um, I thought I was in trouble, but he was really impressed. And he was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you the code names to all of the films that are at the other film studios. So you do what you will with them once I give them to you um, and, you know, see what happens. So he would text me the code names and then I'd ring up the switchboard at Warner Brothers and 
Long Cross and Shepparton and all the other studios. And I would just say, hey, it's Lydia Smith calling for the production of um, Mirror. Can you patch me through to the art department, please? And because wow. I knew, and because I knew the code name, they just did. So as soon as I got through to the art department, I just said, hi, I'm Lydia Smith. I'm a sculptor. I'd like to arrange a meeting with you. And everybody said yes. That's and amazing. Then, yeah. Six months later, random email just lands in my inbox because like nothing happened for ages. Um, just from this random guy called Steve being like, hey, Lydia, I've got some sculpting work starting with you on Tomb Raider on Monday. Are you available? And I instantly emailed him back saying, yeah, I'll be there. And that was my first job in film on, on the set on the second film of Tomb Raider. That's incredible. Like yeah. Lydia, the hustle. <laughs> the I love hustle. It. <laughs> this is why it's... I love Web3. <laughs> yeah, right. And we'll get into that in a moment. But it's really yeah. interesting because you've said a couple of things um, that really like I've heard before in another artist. So mm. I worked closely with a guy called Philip Colbert. He's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's an amazing artist, British, um, mm. working out of Shoreditch in London, or at least mm. I think he's changed, he's moved to studio now, so I don't know if it's still in Shoreditch. Mm. Anyway, he whenever I ask him about like what it what it's been like to progress as an artist, he always talks about hustle <laughs> all the time. He's like, I've I've you know I've turned up places, yeah. I've put on events, I yeah. but you but you really have to like just go all out there and be as cocky and cheeky as you can to, to, and yes. just get in through the door and then the other word you used was chisel and chisel. um and I guess that's one that you would uh, there was no pun intended I'm sure yeah, no. but but he he actually uses the term chip away he yeah. says it all the time as an artist you can't there's no like uh silver bullet there's nothing that you can do that just overnight makes it happen no. but if you keep chipping away uh you find occasionally something comes up and then enough things happen and then you're away it just it all happens but you have to keep chipping away you have to keep like yeah I, I am also just a massive believer in like persistence and patience and like being polite like at, yeah like, that's like my three p's kind of thing like if you're like if you're like relentless with it something's got to shift at some point yeah but, right yeah I I yeah yeah well we share that I, I, I yeah. totally agree with you be be nice be polite speak to everybody and yeah. be, re be relentless and, be relentless. and so, something will get there in the end I love it yeah um Lydia what inspires you I'm curious oh, what inspires me so um it has always been and I think will forever be people I even before I started doing my art seriously I always just watched people like either trying to understand them not understanding them or like questioning why people did things and then it just like started coming out in my art when I was at school I did lots of um portraiture and then I moved on to figurative sculpture and then I got interested in psychology but again mentioning my dyslexia I couldn't do the exams and stuff like that um and now it's actually tiptoeing into like ancient history and spirituality and actually religion and um yeah the internal body the external world like um regeneration and I think all of these subjects in society always just come down to us and how we interact and what we believe in and what we think and 
the trends and not the trends um timelessness so i love yeah that's uh it's a really nice thing to be inspired by (laughs) yeah because i believe in i believe in the best in people not the worst so great Well, I think it's a, a very positive... Uh, I notice a lot of that, actually, in Web3. I mm. think because there are some, you know, some swindlers and some swines out there in the Web3 mm. world. Mm. But actually, I think most people come into this space with pretty good intentions, like to do good stuff and to 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 use this new technology um, to inspire people and to build cool new platforms that kind of like, you know, make make consuming content easier and a, a cooler experience for people so i i'm with you I, mm-hmm. I i look first for the best in people and um and you can only disappoint me then yeah 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 that's it i i, I agree I've, I've mainly only met incredible people and i just want to do a massive shout out to a group that i'm part of called london women leading web3 um the the founders um Hannah and Kellyanne are just oh amazing and I can't go on to list all the amazing women that are part of the group but it's just really made me find like a sisterhood and we support each other and they're all so successful and so amazing and yeah I just think that's awesome Hannah obviously works now with Rogue Radio as well and yeah she she is a force she is a force (laughs) um and yeah in fact she introduced me to you so thank you very much to Hannah yeah um talk to us then about the uh the the pathway from sculpture to digital like how did you find it what did, what made that happen and how do you do it? So I actually started seeing it crop up in the film industry first when I was when I was working primarily in film and not so much focused on my art practice. Um, one film they um, were see seeing some sculptures out of polystyrene instead of us making them. And everybody was kind of like turning their nose up at it and thinking, ah, this they're putting us out of a job, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hmm, interesting. And I just thought, okay, now's the time for me to start learning about this stuff because if the film industry is implementing it, the, and like I, if I know anything about technology, like it's not going to go away. So let me have a play. And my boss at the time, she's amazing. She like passed on her knowledge about how she was scanning things with photogrammetry and I thought okay well let let me give this a go um so yeah I just started playing around with photogrammetry first um during the pandemic and then one of my other artist friends James Rogers he's an incredible artist um he uses uh different sensors and scanners in his practice so I asked him what they were got myself one and just started playing around with it but when I first did it, I thought it was a complete failure because I scanned a sculpture of mine and I thought it would be represented accurately. But it sent me down this whole different path where it um, completely warped and distorted my physical world sculpture. And this got me thinking about AI and like whether AI is conscious, like what what is going on like bes- between the transition of my physical sculpture and the computer generating this digital sculpture that I see in front of me because I hadn't run it through any AI software. I hadn't I hadn't played with it. Like I don't know what happened in the transition between the sensor reading 
my sculpture but it had come up with a completely different object and that's when I realized okay this is technology's interpretation of my artwork and that's what spanned this whole new collection of work and I first heard about NFTs on an amazing podcast called um, Talk Art Um, and this was again during the pandemic and I was like okay so there's this technology thing going on in the film industry tick Talk Art which is a really really contemporary podcast that knows a lot of stuff it's mentioning this thing called an NFT should probably start researching that myself and that's it went down the rabbit hole and just kept going yeah and you're enjoying it Oh, I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Because yeah. um, part of my practice is I will always start a sculpture in clay first with my hands because it's very meditative. I, I, it's, it, it's what brings me the most joy. Um, and then I scan it. It gets warped and distorted. I then play around with it a little bit if I so choose to in the computer. And it allows me to collaborate with other artists because I work primarily in um natural earthy tones like bronze and plaster mm-hmm. but um i can digitally wrap a physical world painter's painting around my digital oh wow culture. okay i understand what you mean yes yeah. so then it becomes a co-authored nft where it's my sculpture but wrapped with a physical world painter's painting around it oh, that's amazing yeah trans transforming two traditional like ancient art forms into the web3 space that's incredible uh, and on that note <laughs> <laughs> i really need to work on the delay <laughs> this means... artist edition is live ah so the uh, artist edition that lydia has provided which is infinity and beyond yeah. um is live and Woo. the uh 1700 and however many people with 3450 mint passes are now able to follow the link uh, which i am about to pin to the top of the space so lydia bear with me while i do that and in the meantime perhaps can you just give us a bit of information about this piece of course yeah of course so infinity and beyond is a co-authored nft between myself and painter evie may jacobs me and evie are currently putting together our debut duo show which is launching on tuesday on new bond street um central london and it is the first exhibition produced by female artists incorporating nfts on new bond street so i'm beyond excited for that and i'll talk about that but infinity and beyond let me read the poem is the universe mirrored inside the human form blurred and pixelated created in darkness we float we walk from infinity to thought unknown to known, space to earth. So that's the poem that goes with the digital sculpture. I love that, Lydia. I I made a real point of putting that at the top of both the description uh, of the NFT and uh, of the uh, manifold page as well, so that people could read that before they minted. It's very, very beautiful. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so this, this piece is a sketch of the digital sculpture, by uh, me and Evie. The digital sculpture is a one-of-one piece which will be available to purchase 
as of Tuesday when the exhibition goes live, and that's on Super Rare. So I'm an artist on Super Rare, so you can check out my stuff there. Awesome. But um, yeah, so it's a combination of my physical world sculpture, internal universe, and Evie Mae Jacobs painting Mother Cocoon. Um, and Mother Cocoon focuses on the connection between mother and child and internal universe explores the creation of energy. So these two works that we've created really blend together with ease to create a digital artwork that references the creation of life itself. Um, and yeah, once you see the illustration and the, the digital sculpture, um, I think you'll all kind of resonate with the like the distortions resembling like organs and um, yeah. Um, it's a very exciting piece. We're, we're really, really proud of it and we can't wait for the world to see it. Fantastic. Well, I'm delighted that you've shared it with uh, us here. Um, so so the, the NFT that we're minting today is uh, your kind of sketched version of the uh, digital sculpture that you've created. Yeah, correct. So I hand drew the sketch like really quickly in um, yeah the physical world because that's the dynamic that I have in my practice. So I sketched it out, took a photo and then added the colours digitally and um, amazing that, that created the that created the NFT. And so tell us a, a little bit more about this uh, this exhibition event that you have. So it starts this Tuesday. This Tuesday, yes, on, okay. on New Bond Street. On New Bond Street. And can yeah. people come along and see the work if they are in London at the time? They definitely, definitely can. And I'll be there every day as well. And so will Evie. So it's open from 10am till 6pm every day till the 12th. So it's only on for six days. Um, and there is an event on the Thursday night, which is an artist talk with me, and Evie, which is hosted by Alina Davy, who works at Sotheby's. Amazing. Um, I think I'm coming yeah. to that. Uh, yes, I think you are. I think yeah. you are. Well, um, but looking RSV forward to it. RSVP is essential, everyone. So <laughs> please do RSVP to the event so we know how many people are coming. Um, but yeah, we're super excited. Um, and there'll be a private view afterwards. So it's talk, uh, drinks, and like mingling and like seeing the art. So yeah. I love a mingle. Love a mingle, you know, love a hustle, <laughs> web two, web two. Tell me about your favourite artists. So, okay. yeah, not, not not what inspires you, but like who specifically, or or maybe not if they don't inspire your work, but you just really appreciate them. Okay, so yeah, this is a hard one. I had to like really think about it because obviously there are so many, but the main two I've picked out is... Um, uh, please forgive me if I say their names wrong because of my brain. Um, Isumu Nugachi. He is an American artist, um, sculptor, and his work, I just resonated with him so much. Sadly, he's no longer with us. Um, but he, he inspired, oh, how do I even put it into words? So I saw his show at the Barbican a couple of months ago. And I just really resonated with his journey and what he was trying to do. He was a figurative sculptor, then became very abstract, which is also my background, and also created monumental architecture and playgrounds for children, which is also something that I want to do. And when I was walking around this exhibition, I thought, oh, my goodness, am I 
him like have I been reincarnated like this is amazing and he just um gave me the confidence to realize that I can actually do both I can be figurative I can be abstract I can create whatever I want to create as an artist including NFTs um yeah so he's just incredible and um currently massive massive fangirl of um benjamin spires he okay. is still yeah he is still with us i adore him he's a wonderful human being in general but his artwork again just inspires me so much because in his paintings he actually puts the figurative and the abstract together on the canvas and does hyper realism and cubism all on the canvas i'm and, looking at it now it's amazing ah uh, uh, he's just <laughs> incredible and fingers crossed he has said yes i hope he turns up but he could be coming to my show so oh, how cool is that uh, major fangirl moment so oh, that's amazing those, those two artists definitely inspire me in terms of their work and also i resonate with the fact that they have the duality between figurative and abstraction yeah um Let's talk about your workload at the moment then. So you've got you've got film happening, which, you know, I know that you and I have been chatting for a few weeks and uh, and you are a busy soul. Um, you've also got this show which begins this week. What what else are you what else are you working on at the moment? What's going on? Like what are things looking like for Q two of twenty twenty three? Right. So uh whew, I already have so many ideas and have done outreach for other projects before or du like during the exhibition prep so I already know in my head what emails I have to send at the end of next week like that is how my brain functions it's like okay cool show great done and then you've got to send a b c d e an email and try and get that project up and going and uh roll up to the film industry on Monday morning um it's my workload I I could change the word workload and just say life okay. <laughs> it doesn't yeah right I need to I need to try and find a balance um between workload and life but I'm just so passionate about everything that I just um I love doing it I love doing it like there's oh. nowhere like I actively choose to go on to, into my studio on Saturday and Sunday all day like okay. <laughs> I actively choose to do that <laughs> well if you're enjoying it why the heck not um yeah. tell us then about your plans uh in web three then for the future like what what's what have you got cooking more one of one digital sculptures um I'd like to do more um large editions of this sketch that I've mentioned with you guys because I really enjoy doing it and it makes it more accessible for people yes because, yeah my one of one my one of one digital sculptures are within the same price range as my physical sculptures mm -hmm. um but yeah like to, to I would love to build more of a community myself like I love being part of London Women Leading Web 3 and I know um NFT UK like mm -hmm. it's really lovely to have um such a large community but it would yeah just be great to um grow my own a little bit more well, I'm, and... I'm glad I'm glad this process of of creating something like accessible like this is something that inspires you it's it's certainly the route that I wanted to take with audio galleries which was like making art collecting something that everybody in the space could get involved with if they kind of 
so wished. And I think it's um I think it's really, really exciting to be able to pull together cool content like this and then create like an NFT that people can mint that becomes more of a kind of like I guess like listening to you, this is the bit that I always love about it, is when you get an artist who's articulate and can come up and really kind of explain what they're up to and what their process is and, and people could then it becomes a bit more sentimental like ownership mm. of the nft it becomes something that people treasure because they remember the conversation and you know in time when you become like global superstar lydia uh, <laughs> like people will be like i i remember listening to this show and um and i remember like how charming she was and that i wanted to collect that piece and um i think that kind of thing is really really exciting in the space the fact that we're able to create that kind of setup it's just something that wasn't really possible pre-web3 no. if you think no. about it no like you would have like uh prince but then prince would only be like 150 to 250 and they'd still be quite expensive and they would go like the drop of a hat before they even got publicized out mm-hmm. to anybody outside of the art world yeah um so yeah and I'm also just a massive believer in and outside of the art world about bringing people with you like share you know <laughs> like if if it, it pains me that sadly some people can't afford my artwork but to be able to do editions like this does mean that people can afford my artwork and absolutely it also doesn't mean that there's like gatekeeping or elitism even though there are fragments of it all over the world but I don't know I just I really do believe that Web3's ethoses are all in the right place and like you mentioned earlier we just got to be vigilant and accept that sometimes it will be a bit turbulent but Mm -hmm. I just yeah I just think it's it's really exciting also for diversity like I mentioned before um, being dyslexic and also societal and cultures and all it just seems to disappear um people listen totally to what what people have to say and who they are not based on gender orientation you know all of those things Mm -hmm. um also as a woman I feel like my opinion and my voice has been listened to a lot more in the web3 space than it ever has done in the web2 space so that is very exciting and I can tell you um uh having just been in Paris um, and attended NFT Paris. Uh, yeah, like that, um, certainly like gender thing. And, mm. and I guess, you know, it's probably not my place to say it. It's probably better that the um, women that were at the event say it themselves if they believe it. But for me, like it really did feel uh, like it was um, like it's certainly leveling up. Um, yeah. That's what I would say. Like I, th- I imagine there are still pockets of it where it's a bit, difficult and awkward and not quite there yet but yeah we've definitely got a long there's a long way to go but I think it's Mm -hmm. why it's so important with web3 being a new space that I'm just so proud that women are not being chill and like actually like staking their claim it's like Mm -hmm. if this is where the world is going to go don't you be creating a whole new industry without taking us into consideration and then again that that goes into all the other intersections of society as well so I am seeing positive change um I think yeah there's still a way to go but none of us are perfect so it's all good and yeah it's just it's just great love it well I'm pleased that you're so passionate about it and you can 
you can really hear that. Okay, before we go to competition time, um, and I will just invite the team from Infinite up so that they can come and talk to us in a moment and we can draw uh, the um, Infinite Objects. Are you familiar with Infinite Objects, Lydia? No. Okay, well, they're very exciting. So um, I think Casey's on stage now. Hey, Casey, you there? Yes. Hey, Ben. How are you doing? All Great. Right? Thanks for having us again. Okay. No worries. I'm delighted. I'm so sorry I forgot the term video print earlier. Such a doofus. Um, so uh, the team at uh, Infinite... Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> infinite objects, not infinite images. My God, Ben. Some partner I am, eh? <laughs> um, the team at Infinite Objects believe that moving images should be appreciated the same way as posters, prints, and photographs have been for decades not just trapped in our phones or our laptops or on our, you know, on our camera roll or on social media. And so they've created a product, which is a permanently treated display they call a video print. So no apps, no fussy configuration, just one video looping forever taken from an NFT. Um, so it's not a gadget. It's just a moving image. Uh, like I said, I have the first Cychrome NFT that we minted as audio galleries um, and it's really beautiful. They have like, um, like a modern acrylic frame and also a sustainably sourced bamboo frame. And so the NFT lives within that image, uh, within that frame, kind of like constantly it loops. And so this week we're giving away uh, Craig Redmond's or Craig and Carl's uh, 15 Friends, which is amazing, right? Because it's a looping NFT, which makes it even better. And actually, Lydia, yours will really lend itself to this too, because of the way that the image changes all the time. Um, so uh, really, really exciting. Um, I keep saying to, <laughs> to Casey that I'm going to get him up so we can speak. I think, Casey, one of the things we probably ought to do is just have a show between you and I. Uh, down the road which isn't on a Sunday and we can invite people to come along to it and we can just talk about the product because it's like you know I don't want it to be shilly and but I think you guys have been so respectful all the way through but it's actually for any art collector they're really cool <laughs> and I don't I'm not saying like you guys aren't paying me to do this you're just being kind enough to um uh kind enough to give one to the audience once a week based on the previous week's artists and uh, I got my one and honestly they are they're really, really nice. So um, so thank you, first of all, and let's do something like in the next couple of weeks together uh, so that people can learn a bit more about it. And I can actually give you a bit more air time. Absolutely. We actually have uh, our CEO founder is listening in right now, Joe, down there. Oh, cool. Um, so hey, we Joe. can get Joe up maybe on a show. Uh, that would be great. Yeah. Too. I mean, it's, it really is a truly fantastic product. So I'm delighted with mine. I'm sure that the people who have been receiving theirs, I've seen people posting the ones that they've won so far. Um, it's great. So do you want to do the draw, um, Casey? And I'll come back to you in a couple of minutes. And I'm going to ask Lydia some quick fire questions, which is always one of my favorite bits of the show. Absolutely. I'll pick right now. Cool. See you in, see you in a second. Lydia. Okay. Brace yourself. I'm ready. Favorite film? Little Mermaid. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can sing every line. Yes. Just so you know. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I am. I'm serious. I, I love I'm it. It's a, it's, a, it's a great film. It's a great, it's great. film. I'm not joking. No, I mean, it's, it's probably one of the best Disney's ever. I don't know <laughs> if it's my favourite, but yeah, very good. Okay, favourite book that isn't The Little Mermaid? Uh, oh, um, 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 uh, favourite author, 
um, John Hart. Okay, lovely. Um, no, have you got have you got a title or are you going to uh, just say um, all of them? The lost, the last child, the last okay. child. That's it. That's it. Excellent. Mm. Your your favorite fictional character that isn't Ariel. Damn it! Um... <laughs> <laughs> you can't have the same one twice. It's not allowed. I can't have the same one twice. Fictional character. Phantom of the Opera. Is that really weird? I oh love no! It. Great one. Love great one yeah. yeah my cousin was in that and on um in london no. years ago yeah oh. she's a, she's an amazing dancer wow and, uh, yeah i know it's cool this is one of the only musicals i've seen actually it's a bit shameful of me but okay uh brand your favorite brand Ooh. um <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. A Tarantes sculpture supplier. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm such a loser. I can't. I can't say I'm familiar with them, but um, I'll take your word for it. Your favourite uh, place in the whole world, Lydia. Oh, uh, not your studio. I'm not allowed. No, it. no. Uh, Italy, Florence oh, yes. and Rome. Oh, me too. Florence, Florence number one place in the yeah. whole world ever. I yeah. love it there so much. Yeah. Good yeah. choice. And Siena, also beautiful if you've ever never been. Never been. Never been. No, I need to go. It's kind of like it's kind of like um if Rome you need like five days to do it. Florence is kind of a similar version that you can do in three days. I Siena's agree with you. Yeah. And Siena's a version that you can do in a day. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was in Rome I was in Rome for four and it wasn't enough. Yeah. So I think I needed that one more. And Florence I've done three times. So yeah. yeah. I recommend Sienna. Anyway, um, da, 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 da. okay. Well, then th this might be the same same answer. Favorite cuisine? Ooh, um, um, um. <laughs> it's not that stressful. <laughs> it is. Like uh, <laughs> uh, um, like Japanese and Ooh, um, yes. yeah, yeah, like a spicy noodle. Give nice. me a spicy noodle. I love a spicy noodle. Lydia, I had quite possibly the best meal of my life in Paris. Oh, God, don't make and me it was, I couldn't it, go. I went there with my friend Axe and my friend Clem, and uh, it was on Clem's recommendation, and it was sushi, and it uh. was the best. It, I like, it was so good. I was, I was almost tearful when it finished. Yeah. I had the best sushi of my life in Amsterdam and I cannot for the life of me remember the name of the restaurant or where it was and it pains me to this day. Yeah. Well, oh. I'm going to I'm going to write a full review and publish it of this place in <laughs> Paris because it was incredible. Oh, okay, um Casey, you done? You ready? Yes, we have a winner. Uh, I just checked. Okay, so let's hear it. Room. Uh I hope I pronounced this correctly, but it's Lulu Riku Yuna. Okay, I don't know Lulu Rikuyuna, but hey, Lulu Rikuyuna, please um, follow me, drop me a DM, and congratulations to you. You have won 15 Friends by Craig Redmond, Craig and Carl, um, the uh, infinite object version, um, and we will get that shipped to you ASAP. Thank you again to my friends at Infinite. Um, really appreciate you, Casey, for coming up each week, and thanks so much. Let's get that booked in. And uh, and we'll we'll do a session so we can talk more about the product. Absolutely, thank you so much, and Lydia, great hearing your story. It was amazing. Oh, thank you. Nice to meet you.
Yeah. <laughs> um, Lydia, I am so grateful for your time. Um, it's been wonderful speaking with you, and uh, I can see that some we have some holders now of your wonderful <gasps> NFT, oh, which is that's fantastic. So I know. I, I'm oh. going to um, I'm going to let people know in the Discord. Obviously, it's open for 24 hours, so we'll watch that uh, evolve over the next uh, the next day. Um, oh. But I am so grateful for your time here. I'm also really looking forward to meeting you later this week. Um, yeah, so am I. Like IRL, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I can tell you, like the connections you make, like having just been to Paris. Uh, yeah, like. I think it's really important for all of us uh, phone starers and, you know, office nerds to just get out a little bit and go and meet some people. And uh, and I, I, I can't tell you how liberating it is actually to be, I think I said this on last week's show, so I'm going to repeat myself, but to be in a room full of people that understand what NFTs are and to <laughs> not have to like explain yourself, it's actually fantastic. So yeah, uh, IRL meets are the way forward. Um, but I really appreciate your time. Good luck with your show this week. Um, Thank you. And, uh, and, you know, thanks so much for joining us. Um, and, yeah, I'm looking forward to speaking to you soon. Any final words from you, Lydia? Just thank you so much for your time, Ben. It's just been an absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, just everything you're doing here is incredible. And uh, <laughs> I don't have the words. I just well, that's think, very nice of yeah. you to say lovely and well, i can't thank you. you yes be very good next week friends um we have one of my favorite artists in the web3 space who i discovered and purchased one of her nfts gosh in january of last year um and uh she is absolutely a treasure of a soul um she is called sati um, she comes from Russia. She doesn't live in Russia at the moment. She moved away uh, from there following the um, uh, the conflict that started there last, or in Ukraine last year. Um, and so she has been moving around a little bit, but she creates the most beautiful um, illustrations and artwork. And I cannot wait to share her story also. Um, I really recommend all of you tune in for that episode. It should be another fantastic discussion. Um, I want to thank everybody for coming out today and spending some time with us on their Sunday. Um, and I am going to play Lydia's Choice, which is one of my favorite tracks, uh, which is Equilibrium. And I wish you all a wonderful day. Take care, Lydia. Take care, everybody. GM, everyone. And thanks for all of your time. And uh, see you soon. Bye-bye. This is Audio Galleries, Conversations, Connecting Collectors and Art Enthusiasts.